Have you ever gone to see a movie and when you walk out of the film, you walk away with this interpretation that's so different from the person who watched the movie with you? It's kind of what happened with the Barbie movie. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. I'm Jake. And I'm Kathy. And this is Truth Pop, giving you a Catholic take on faith and culture. We're a Catholic married couple, just helping you to live out your faith in modern day society. We're going to talk about a movie that maybe you had the chance to see already. So last week we saw the Barbie movie and we want to talk about it on today's episode and kind of pull from some of the themes that we found in this movie. So the movie starts off with Barbie who lives in Barbie land, which is kind of this extreme feminine utopia where Barbies rule the world. They have a Barbie president. They have Barbie Congress. All the doctors are Barbie. And they have Kens, but Kens are more of like a second class citizen. They don't really have a role. They kind of exist for the sake of Barbie. And Barbie's having a great time. And all of a sudden, she starts to have thoughts of death. And then she also realizes that her feet are getting flat and she's getting cellulitis on her leg. So she goes to what's called the weird Barbie, which is kind of like this guru Barbie who's been played with too much, but she somehow has all this knowledge. And she explains to Barbie that there is a real world and there's a portal to the real world and that her owner, the person who's playing with her, is experiencing difficulties. So in order to stop whatever's happening with the thoughts of death and the flat feet, that she needs to go to the real world and fix this problem. So when Barbie goes to the real world, Ken comes with her. Barbie and Ken kind of discover that the real world is the opposite of Barbie land. It is a patriarchy. They use that word about 10 or 11 times where men kind of rule the world and they disrespect women and they're chauvinists. They cat call it Barbie. And Ken learns that people respect him as a man. So then Barbie finds her owner and she finds that it's actually a mother and a daughter and they come back with her to Barbie land. But when they get there, they realize that Ken had already been back and that he had changed Barbie land into Kendom where Ken rules everything and all the the Kens there, they are the ones who are in control and it's really chaotic, it's messy, there's horses everywhere because he thinks like that's what it means to be a man. They also realize that the Barbies, these successful Barbies have been brainwashed and they fawn all over the Kens. So Barbie and her owner realize that they must unbrainwash these Barbies by reminding them how hard it is to be a woman. The Barbies then, once they're unbrainwashed, plot to take back the power from the Kens by manipulating them, by flirting with them, and then afterwards they flirt with a different Ken. So then the Kens go to war with each other and they miss an important vote that's going on. So then the Barbies go and they vote and they take back the power. Ken then admits that he loves Barbie and he did all of that for her and he feels like he only exists for her. Barbie does apologize that she took him for granted, but she tells him that she does not like him in that way and that he needs to find out who he is without her. Barbie then meets the creator of Barbie 
And she shows her visions of what it means to be in the real world. And they show kind of visions of a lot of like women and even like girls, like with a lot of joy, like probably insinuating like mothers and daughters. Barbie then chooses to go into the real world and the movie ends with her at an appointment with her gynecologist. So what's really interesting, babe, is I think you'd agree that there's Catholics who have different interpretations of the Barbie movie. Mm -hmm. There's some Catholics who think that it's like a very pro-motherhood type of movie. There's other Catholics who believe that it's sort of liberal feminist propaganda. Mm -hmm. I find myself somewhere in the middle of that where i do think that it's a movie that asks really good questions yeah it does Uh, i think it's a movie that examines the current state of our culture but i don't think that it has the ability to answer these deep questions well what questions do you think it's asking well like so i think some of the questions are like what's the role of a man Mm -hmm. Uh, what's the role of a woman can men and women be in relationship with one another can they be in friendly unison are they meant to be in friendly Mm -hmm. unison so i mean yeah these are deep fundamental questions Mm -hmm. about humanity yeah and just to be frank about this like i really don't think that our culture has the right to answer these questions because like our secular world can't even define what a woman is right yeah they had a transgender actor in the film and and like so that's something to take into account yeah I mean, like, so we're in this postmodern world that has, in so many ways, taken God out of the conversation. And if God isn't a part of these cultural conversations, then something's bound to be lacking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think that we're in the byproduct of the sexual revolution where so many women have been deeply hurt, yeah. wounded. And I, I trace it back to contraception, the pill, and mm-hmm. then leads to abortion on demand and It leads to broken families and it leads to fatherlessness. Mm -hmm. And we have what we have now. We have women who are searching. And I think there are a lot of women now who are waking up to the fact that they've been failed. They're looking for something more and they may not know how to find it and where to find it. But I think that's where we as Catholics need to boldly enter into this conversation that like, hey, here's some truths that are going to help you. And I think these truths can be found in theology of the body with St. John Paul II's writings that, yeah, actually men and women were meant to be of equal dignity. They were meant to be in relationship with one another that no, like you don't have to fall for this woke agenda that's pitting men against women, like the Kens against the Barbies that like, yeah, there is this deep wound in our culture, but it doesn't have to be that way. And it wasn't meant to be that way. I think we need to go back to our first parents of Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 2 when God creates Adam out of dust and God says, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. And God gives him dominion over the animals and he allows him to name the animals but adam realizes like no i need something more than just the animals and so god puts adam in a deep sleep and he takes out one of his ribs and when adam awakes from this sleep he says this at last is bone of my bone flesh of my flesh this one shall be called woman and so 
they are the perfect marriage. This is what God intended. They were both naked and were not ashamed. They truly loved each other. They saw each other as they were created. They were created in the image of God and they saw that. And then the fall happened. Eve ate of the fruit that the serpent tricked her into eating and she gave some to Adam and he ate it as well. And then they both realized that they were naked and lust had entered their heart and they realized that they could use each other. And then they hid themselves. They put on leaves for clothes and then they hid from God. And Adam blamed Eve for what had happened. And so then God said, I will put enmity between you and the woman. And he said to the woman, your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. And I think at that point, that was when that disharmony happened between men and women and God didn't intend it to be that way. And luckily, God loved us so much that he didn't leave us there. He sent his only begotten son to redeem the world. He gave us Jesus. Jesus gave his body, his whole self to us to die for us and redeem us. And he came to restore that brokenness that happened with the fall. Jesus came to untwist what had been twisted by sin. He came to restore that relationship with God and heal that relationship between man and woman. You know, we look at Jesus as the ultimate example of what it means to be a man, to be a total self-gift. So Jesus is the new Adam. He comes to right that wrong. And Mary is the new Eve. She is the perfect example for what it means to be a woman. They are the solution. And anything other than them falls short. Exactly. Yeah. They are the answer. If you're asking, you know, what is a role of a man? What is a role of a woman? Well, we can look at that. We can look at Jesus and we can look at Mary. And, you know, the church gives us Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 to 33, when St. Paul says, Wives, submit to your husbands. You know, everyone's like, What? that's that's horrible like what (laughs) men have to dominate over women like you know it sounds like the most like unfeminist things to say in the world but actually if you look at the whole thing he first says be subject to one another out of reverence for christ and basically if you look at the word submit you know what that means is to put yourself under the mission so wives are called to put themselves under the mission of their husband and what is their mission well he says husbands love your bride as christ loved the church and what did christ do he gave his body he gave his very life and so a husband is called to give his very life to his wife and so wives then are called to be subject to that to submit to that to let her husband love her and what wife doesn't want her husband to love her like that. I mean, baby, you've like just you've unlocked what theology of the body really is, that it's self-gift, self-giving, mm-hmm. that it's a beautiful teaching that I don't think that our world completely understands. Um, 
you know, if I can just trace it back to the Barbie movie, that like at the end of the movie, you know, Ken and a lot of the other men, they're told to just like find themselves that like, no, Ken's not in, he's not meant to be in a relationship with Barbie because he's not ready for it. Um, mm-hmm. There's something interesting to be said about that, that like men don't understand their proper place in society because I think that we're, we're given this term toxic masculinity. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Well, I think to a lot of people, it means like you don't have the right to have dominion. Mm-hmm. Dominion is not the same thing as dominate. Dominion is to till the earth, to mm-hmm. subdue it, to protect, to mm-hmm. love, to care. To care for it. To take ownership. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like kind of troubled by this whole idea in our society. And what I saw in the Barbie movie is that like men are told to just kind of sit down and shut up shut up act goofy yeah like the ceo of mattel at the end of the movie just talked about how he wanted to run around and tickle people yeah he said like i hate running meetings i just want to tickle people and, and it's like okay yeah i get it it's a joke but um you see ken going down a slide wearing a rainbow colored coat that says i am kenuff is the whole point message of the movie that we're meant for self-discovery mm. not necessarily self-gift yeah that you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whoever you want to be. Even if it means changing your own gender, if you're uncomfortable with your own skin. You know, even if it means that you want to leave your wife and, you know, marry somebody else. Like, there's a danger to that whole concept of self-discovery if it means that you lose the aspect of self-gift and end up mm-hmm. turning in on yourself to become selfish. Yeah. And could it be that we have gone into too much of that, oh, I want to explore who I am as a human being, that it's hurt women? I think so, yeah. I think that message is harmful because we can only really find our true selves when we look at God because we were made in his image. And so when we look at Jesus on the cross, like that's when we can find our true identity. And when we ask like, God, what do you want from my life? That's a much better question than like, who am I? Like, I mean, that's a, it's a good starting question, but we really need to look to God for that answer. And we really need to be led by him. This is Truth Pop.